Hello and welcome to Vacuuming the Lawn. My name is Paxton Griffith and today I have a very special guest, one of my first friends I ever met here in the city of San Francisco, or the city of gays as some would say. But here he is, the man, the myth, Mr. Andy Schmacks. Hello everybody, it's great to be here. I'm a big fan of the podcast, long time, day one listener. So this is a very proud moment for me and can't wait to see how it unfolds. It's good to hear that, you know, we have a fan who actually listens to the show. And I know you are a fan because you always <laughs> yes. tell me you're listening to it. So I, I appreciate that. It was kind of inevitable that I get you on the potty. I didn't know exactly when I'd get you on here, but I'm glad we just got done eating at Pirates. It's a nice little pizza place here in the city. Oh, yeah. It wasn't bad. No, it was great. We ran into a crazy lady. Oh, geez. It was really odd. It was very odd. It was, but it was a funny interaction in the end because... We get to talk about it now. Yeah. It, uh, she didn't really look crazy. That's what got us. Yeah, because I, I, so I honestly didn't notice her at first because she looked like she could have been a normal person. Like, I honestly thought she came out of my apartment complex before me, but it turns out she didn't, and she was a character for sure. Yeah, no, I, she, like, she was on the same block where Andy lives, and I was walking down to meet Andy, and, like, all of a sudden, like, I can feel, like, this person get on me almost, yeah. and I can, like, sense it, and so I start watching the... It was a one-way street, so I was using the people's car lights to see the shadows. Yeah. I was like, this bitch is right on my tail. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop here at Andy's and sit like how I usually do. And yeah. if this lady is still here, and we have a problem. Yeah. And so I sit there, and she stops, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay, but Andy's going to come out. She's going to see I'm with somebody. Yeah. She's going to lay off. Yeah. yeah. Andy walks out, and he, he hits me up, and then he <laughs> I think he, you realized yeah. quick that it's, something it's, was weird. Once I did get out of my, my, my place, like out of the gate, and I, and, I, and I look at you, I'm like, this lady's like staring at you kind of weird. She's not saying anything. And she's just like standing oddly close. Yeah. And this is my, it's like nine o'clock at night or something. Yeah, so it wasn't even that late. Like, it's not like super late. So someone very well could be just walking by or waiting there as well. But, but it got odd when we walked farther down the street and then crossed the street and she was there again. And what'd you do? Yeah, it's because, so like, we were right by this hospital. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, this bitch is for sure following us because we made a really hard turn yeah. quickly. Because yeah. I, I went quick and then Andy saw what was going on. So yeah. Andy started walking fast. The speed walking. And so we, so I'm like, I have my wallet in my hands. I wanted to check that I had my, my shit. And as I'm going there, I about put it in my left pocket, but that's where she was. And I was telling myself, let's not even put it on that side. Yeah. So as I do that, I decide I'm just going to stop walking yeah. and adjust my, AirPods to begin with. And this is when when I really really noticed because this is when she said something. Yeah, she she stopped. Yeah, and I I looked at her and she looked right at me and yeah. I go, "Are you following this? Yeah. Like what?" She's like, "Can I not just walk on the side of the street?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, you can, but you just stopped when I stopped." And yeah. she's like, uh, "One hundred thousand dollars." And then I'm like, "Okay, we're just gonna get yeah. away from this situation." So we start walking again, and me and Andy are just trying to have conversation. We're talking yeah. about where he works. And then she's like, I work there too. And I do it differently. And then Andy literally looks at her and goes, where do you work? Yeah. I was like, where? Answer me this question. Where? I'm curious. <laughs> she, I work there too. I'm curious. And she pointed at the hospital yeah. and you go, ma'am, I do not work there. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you are incorrect. And then she just kept rambling on. I'm like, okay, whatever, honey. And then we started walking and then she just like all of a sudden was gone. Yeah. We turn around. We crossed the street one, one time we turn around and she's gone. And we're like, holy shit. Was that even real? And it wasn't, it wasn't even, even like something super out of the ordinary here in San Francisco, like interacting with someone of that nature. But it's just that it, did, it didn't strike me as that type of situation at first. 
And then so we go and eat, right? Mm-hmm. And then after we eat, we're walking back to my place and we come to that same intersection and we're like, holy shit, that is her still there on that intersection. Mm-hmm. We are not going to interact with this. Andy's actually, he's the one who saw her because I was just in my own little world. Yeah, my tiny spectacles. And he was like, he's like we got to go the other way. Uh-huh. Yeah. He goes, that's her. I'm like, yeah, because I saw her little, she had like this <laughs> yeah. little like umbrella thing. Yeah, it was weird. She had an umbrella. So the whole time, like she kind of had like a weapon at it. You see, and she was swinging it. Yeah. Because... When, when she swung it before you got down there, I saw okay. it because I saw her do it and I'm like, and then you can't, and then I saw your shadow because there was yeah. just two people that left right before you. Okay. And so you, I did hear people. Yes. Like and that. you came down right before them. Yeah. And so you came up on me and I'm like, thank God. Cause yeah. I didn't know what she was going to do yeah. because I, I didn't want to just turn around because if I, I felt like if I just turn around, I was going to expose myself to a hit if she yeah. wanted to hit me. Douche. So I was just like trying to keep her in my peripheral vision. Yeah. And then when we made the stop at the um, hospital, she did like a, freaking wiggle with it yeah, like a, like a like river a, phoenix a wiggle flare. yeah and then she could tell in her eyes she was out of it but no so that was a nice little way to start the night yeah it was cool it was fun it's nice so andy we're gonna talk about a lot of good stuff okay you know, because talking with you is always a good time and we always talked about last semester how we yeah. should have just had a podcast we the whole time totally should. we actually did try at one point we did and then we had there was so much going on that semester honestly yeah, it, was, it was kind it was, of it was a good time though but a time. So let's just start with when we first met. When okay. we first met. Yeah. Okay. So let's okay, get... can I start? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So let's talk about before we actually met. Okay. Before we met, I remember be- coming to the dorm and there was always this kid in his hat in the, in the dining room uh, eating or, or just chilling or whatever. Right. And I always noticed him. Right. And then one day I'm with my roommate and we're walking back to my room and we see this guy. With a bunch of other people behind him, it was like, let's be friends. Let's be friends. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, well, I can't really say no. So then that's how we, I think that's how we met. That's my recollection. Yeah. Um, because I noticed you too, because you were always with your roommate. Yeah. And cause I would always Early be, on. yeah, I'd always be chilling and you'd be walking. And I was like, like, he looks like someone that it would be fun to hang out with. I'm like, he looks chill. And so, um, we were just all walking around. Um, Zayas was with me the day we yeah. all met. Mm-hmm. And then, um, we just like, Hey, what's up? Yep. And then from then, like it, we all transitioned into like the pool room where the pool table was. Yeah. And that's when everyone kind of hit it off. And like, yeah. that's when we could see who was hitting it off more than other people. Yeah. You can see the little, the little groups and stuff. Yeah. And, um, and then after that, we just kind of started just doing like things that were just, we went to the movies. Yeah, movies was a good one. And then we also walked around a lot with the big group because mm-hmm. a lot of us were so new to the city. Yeah, there was like a group of 25 of us that would yeah. walk every day. We, would, we kind of looked like Far a little cult. Yeah, we went forever. Yeah. But that one day we went all the way out there to like that um, little yeah, rummage shell and it was terrible, remember? Where? It was like this weird store. You were excited about going into it. Oh, the camera store. Not the camera store. That was the original plan. But then oh. they were like, there's a nice little... uh little like market, like, what do you call it? Like a trendy market where the styles are in and the colors oh. are out, whatever. Like it's just a little store. What, basic white girl stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we get there and it's like terrible. And we walk that whole time. And I'm like, I was hungry the whole time. Yeah. But I'm one of those people when I'm hungry, I want food. Oh no, I do remember. That was the we went to McDonald's. Time the crater place. Yes. Okay, so that's not a bullshit store. Okay, whatever. Okay, okay, it was. Let me, it was let me bad. explain for the viewers for one second. Yes, go ahead. So it's not a bullshit store. <laughs> Okay, majority of the store is not what the average person our age or in our group was looking for. Um, but they had like a Tyler the Creator pop up, which you know who that is, right? 
Yeah, I saw his, his recent Le picture. Le Golf shit, right? And so they were getting his stuff, right? And I was like, oh, they have their pins? How much are the pins? $20. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. I, like, I was like, do I get a bag? They're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, let me get the pin. I'm like, you want the big bag for the tiny pin? I'm like, yes. Get it. And I, so I still have it right there. I have all my important documents in there. That's funny. And then we went to McDonald's after. Yeah, we went to McDonald's. And I didn't want to go to McDonald's. I was like, bro. Why not? So if we walk this whole time and we're just going to get McDonald's? Yeah, I've had but... McDonald's my whole life. I'm like, why? like my dad when we were like in fucking like some different place. He's like, where in the old boy you want to eat fucking? Like one time I was in Hawaii, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, what do you want? My brother were kind of like, we kind of want Subway. He's like, we're in fucking Hawaii and you want Subway. Subway of all places. Has to, okay, I was like, I get 12. it though. Because like, honestly though, I like anytime I'm in the water in the ocean, yeah. I do always want like a sandwich, like a, really? a sub sandwich. Yeah. I really. You know I, what we end up getting? What? This burger spot. What's right? it called? I don't remember. No. I wish. But I got what I got was called a Maui Wowie. Ooh. It was a hamburger. Well, a cheeseburger, mm-hmm. right? If you like cheese. Right. Most people do. Yes. Do um, you? I do. Okay, yeah, that's good. Jack cheese. Oh, the best. And then they cut a hot dog in half and put a hot dog in. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And then the flavors were good like that with yeah. the two different types of meat? Oh, yeah, they're great. Huh. Not for everybody. Some people say it's disgusting. Yeah, that's that would be tough for me to eat. But you know what I did to like make it way more Hawaiian? What? No, it's kind of bad. Okay, I put a pineapple in the bottom. Oh. Is that weird? <laughs> My mom would appreciate it, but... Well, if you can put it on pizza, some would say. I don't put it on my pizza. I mean, okay, no, you're right. So some people have preferences, yes, and that's okay. because my mom loves it pizza. on her pizza. Okay, she also, she respects it. She's odd. I'm, okay, but I like the nice little pop of juice, you know? Like, you know boba? Boba tea? No. The boba, the boba in the, um, what was it called? Frozen yogurt. I've never had the boba frozen. It's like either. these, no, it's just like little, little balls. Little balls. Yes, yes, yes. I think they're called. I think they are. That's what Maybe I, I recollect them yeah, as. Yeah, yeah. And so um, those are my favorite. Hmm. That's good though. So. Back to the dorm. Yeah. That was the best dorm, honestly. Yes. Um, so we first met doing that and then we just kind of, we went, remember the night we walked up to the very top of the hill and looked at the starlight and we all yeah. talked and talked about conspiracy theories. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good night. And that was kind of our first like night when it was just like five or six of yeah. us to where we like kind of, sort of we them. got our group together. And then um, the first time we really hit it off was when we went to Little Italy. Little Italy. And this was, um, this was a night for me. This was a night. It was a funny night. It's a movie. Uh, <laughs> that's what they say. It's a movie. Yeah. Um, so it was probably what? Like, a week and a half end being yeah, here. Yeah, about a week and a half. And um, so Little Italy is a nice little, I mean, it's what it is, Little Italy. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're all over the place because there's one in San Diego. Yeah, there's one in New York, I think, yeah. as well. And um, But you had to get up like a really steep hill, and then you had to go straight down another steep yeah. hill to get there. And so we're walking the whole time, you know, and um, we're we're smoking, you know, California stuff. And this is my first time really working with the California stuff. Yeah. And so I didn't, I didn't really notice how much it was hitting me. Yeah. And people who know me know that sometimes I forget to eat through the day and I hadn't eaten that whole damn day. Yeah. And so we get up to the hill. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Feeling good. And then we walk down and we get to the little Italy park where there's like a dog park. Yeah. And we start talking yeah. about sports betting. Sports betting. And um, we kept talking and talking, and then I, like, zoned out, didn't I? Yeah. So I, we were talking, and then it wasn't even like you, like, just went, or anything. It was just, like, our conversation ended. Mm-hmm. And then I just, like, went, I, I went away, and, like, it's not like I was staring at you or anything. So, like, I didn't notice. 
what was to come next. Yeah. So we start, we, as I'm finishing up my conversation with Andy about sports betting, I would have liked it to keep going, but I had to stop it <laughs> because I knew things weren't going well for me inside. So as we're talking, I'm starting, he's starting to spin more and more. And I'm like, Oh my God, he just, I'm so, I'm so zooted right now. Yeah. Like I'm higher than the, a kite. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, when I get dizzy, if I can focus on one thing, nine times out of 10, I can get myself out of it. Mm-hmm. it might take a few minutes, but I'll get there. Yeah. So I start focusing. There's a church across the street, a really old, beautiful yeah. church. That's the only reason why I was looking at it. Cause it was very distinct. And I was looking right at the cross Yeah. And I was like, okay, man, don't let me down now. I know yeah. I, I don't ask for much, but here I am. And so I'm looking and like, everything's getting like my, my image of stuff is getting darker and darker and smaller. And then I start hearing like this dog whistle in my left ear. And I'm like, I'm dying. Like, this is not good. Let alone no one has noticed anything at this point. Yeah. And so I'm just standing there and there was a huge cinder block right behind me. And luckily I, I was thinking, I remember I was like, I'm going to fall. I'm not going to hit my head off yeah. this bastard. Yeah. So I like put my elbow on it to almost try to catch myself from anything. Yeah. And I'm standing there and I'm standing there and it's like getting darker, 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 circular. And the, <laughs> like the dog whistles are going a thousand in my ear. Yeah. And then I just blacked out. Oh shit. And then all I remember is I was just on my back in little Italy. Yeah. Looking up at everybody and they're like, Oh my God, are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? But what's funny is they didn't really know me well that yet, but yeah. they knew I was an acting major. So yeah. Nick was like, are you acting or are you real? So yeah, Nick's funny as hell. So he, <laughs> he, he of course was, was like poking jokes at it, but, but from our point of view, we're all just standing there talking and then you didn't even like, it wasn't a stumble. It wasn't a, you didn't trip. You just went 90 degrees to, to zero. It's like I got shot. And it was just like, you went flat down and it was a thump. Cause we were on, it wasn't grass. It was, it was like that mulch. Yeah, it was mulch. Yeah. So it, it was, there was a, there was a thud, a decent thud. We're like, oh, Jesus Christ. And that, like you said, we didn't all know each other that well at, at the time. So I was like, does this guy like, have something that he didn't tell us about? And like, we're just like, fucked. Like, yeah. did we get in trouble or something? Well, and see, that's what I felt the worst about when I woke up because the reason you woke up, it was fine. Yeah. It, I, I don't know how long, I, how long I was I out. Maybe five seconds, if that. If that. Yeah. Yeah. Because all I, I don't remember the fall. I remember the loudness. Yeah. And then I remember waking up and like I was on the ground and I was like, holy <laughs> hell. Like, it was so weird. I don't like, and what was so funny is when I fell, I didn't feel anything. I honestly felt way better. Like, it felt like yeah. it took the high out of me. Yeah. Like, that's what I told him. I'm like, Okay, I was like, but the one thing I needed, my mouth was, I had cotton mouth so yeah, bad. And I'm like, I need water. I need water. And Nick was like, you want a cigarette? And I go, I'll take a cigarette. Yeah, Nick, 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 his cigarettes. Yeah, that's funny. And then we, uh, I had some water. I was good. But then the next two days was hell for me. My neck yeah. was killing me. Well, yeah, that was, that was a great start to the, to the dorm. I feel like around after that point is like when people started really interacting, mm-hmm. interacting more like. Because at first, everyone's, like, kind of scared to fully interact, but yeah, that was, that was a good starting point. I don't remember exactly when the core group got together. I For me, I remember, because I think you guys were there a little bit before, because yeah. I, I was, like, I'm, like, an isolation person at times. But you were always to yourself a little bit. I was. Especially when we were doing, like, music or, mm-hmm. like, other stuff like that. You weren't really, see, unless we were in your room. Sometimes we were in your room. Yeah. But like when it came to the music, I, I don't like listen to the type of music you guys yeah. did. So I would always just do my own thing to the side. Yeah. And so I was just like, 
I'm not going to get in their way. They're having a good time. So and I, I'm very good at keeping myself good company. So I would just chill at myself and then I would slide around when I see people. Yeah. And so there was like all kinds of drama that I never knew about. I was like everybody's favorite uncle. Like <laughs> no matter what the groups were, even there was like hate between somebody. Yeah. No one ever had beef with Paxton. No. They all called me Gramps is what they called me. Yeah. Gramps. But oh, the day yeah. for me when it, when I like felt like our group was solidified, which would have been like me, you, Nomi. Yeah. Um, Zayas. Mm-hmm. Um, Natari. Yeah. It was like, it was us five or six there. And yeah. the day for me, it was when I used, when I used to drink Monster, I used to use Zayas's fridge. Yeah, I and remember that. Zayas sometimes would sleep in. Yeah. And I needed the fridge earlier than 2 p.m. Yeah. So. As one way. Right. So I would use the fire escape uh-huh. and I would go on the balcony and walk past everybody's back door balcony. Yeah. And I knew exactly where his room was and yeah. he always kept it open. Okay. So I would just slide the sliding door open. Yeah. I would go in there and grab it. And as I did this, there was like three people in there sleeping. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh hey. Yeah. And they're like, hey. And I'm like, what are you guys doing today? <laughs> and I started this conversation. I'm like, let's go to the movies. Hell yeah. And then you were in your room, like listening and playing music. Yeah. And I knock on your door. I'm like, hey, we're going to the movies. You're like, all right, bet. I'm down. And then we went and saw some movie that was, I have no idea. what was it called? It's about the people that rented the same Airbnb. Barbary. Yes. It was pretty good, but Zayas fell asleep. I loved it. That was a great one. It yeah. actually tripped me out. It was good. I really wasn't expecting that at first. Oh, that was a good movie. I don't, I, yeah, I totally forgot about that one. Yep, and we saw Bullet Train, too, Bullet early. Bullet Train you know. was a good one. We went on National Cinema Day. Yeah, apparently that's not the first. Not the first Bullet Train? No. Really? There's an original. From where, like the UK? No. From here? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but it was shot in... There was a scene shot in Nomi's dad's hotel. No kidding. Yeah. That's dope. Huh. What are the odds? It's a great it's a great one. It's a great one. But apparently Nomi says she, she didn't like the second one as much. I thought the second one was good. I liked it just because that was the first time I saw of it. But I haven't seen the actual original first, so I can't say. That's true. I mean, I thought for... They did a really good job. It was a pretty long movie. And they had good, good cast because of, they were really funny. The two guys, mm-hmm. Lemon, the and, brothers. Lemon and Pepper, yep. are, you know? Yep. And then they had a good like they had a good punch with like the, um the 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 Thomas the Tank Engine stickers. Yep, that was a good brother, one. Brother never told me to trust a diesel. Never trust a diesel. Never trust a diesel. That's a good one. But yeah, that was that was a good time. What, yeah. What, what, what happened around that time after that? Um, after that was that would have been around the beginning of September, right? So everybody started doing school started school. Yeah. You know, people were doing their things for a minute, and then. It would just be kind of weekend things or chilling in the dorms, yeah. hanging out, getting complaints for loudness. Yeah. Got that a lot. Yeah. yeah. The, the cool thing about the dorm, though, was, like, as much as there was a consequence, there wasn't as much of a consequence for getting, like, a room, like, a noise complaint, you know? Mm-hmm. Except for, like, in, in advanced, like, crazy cases like Zeiss, where he actually had to move rooms at one point because mm-hmm. he we were above an RA. He was above an RA. That was petty, though. That was so petty. It's okay, though. I like his second room better. Second room was way better. Yeah, and we had Ryan below us, so Ryan was chill. Yeah, he was chill. But they tried to ruin on us. They tried to rain on our parade a lot that first they semester. They did. Actually, rain on my parade. They did rain on you pretty hard. And do you want to tell everybody why? Yeah, we can get into that. Let's do it. I think I think the statute of so, limitations has exceeded. I, yeah, I think so. So, what's your recollection? Well, I'm gonna I'm Just gonna curious. I'm gonna take this from a Keith Morrison perspective. Don't know who that is. He's the Dateline host. Oh, Dateline. Yeah, really good, great yeah, voice. Never soothing, it. very soothing. Cool. Um, so I'm gonna ask you some questions about it because yeah. 
I want to hear it from your perspective so everybody can understand. Because I honestly don't remember when it started. Yeah. I just remember I would be in there for when things would happen. Because I remember there was one day, um, it was us three. Yeah. And we walked out and they said that smoke was coming out of the room. But we, in fact, had not done anything in there. And I know for a fact we didn't. Yeah. Because it was like 9 a.m. Yeah. We weren't doing anything yet. No. And they said that they saw smoke coming out. And that's when I was like, that's not true at all. Accusations after accusations. Yeah. So... In my best Keith Morrison voice, yeah. I'm not even going to try it. When did it start? Okay. You know, I've always had a problem. No, just kidding. There's no problem. But I unfortunately didn't go through the loopholes that I thought I went. I was going through. No, okay. I was aware that I wasn't doing it the right way. But mm-hmm. I was going to try to... I knew the, plan, the, the take I was going to take if anything ever did go down. So I was pretty confident in my sitch. But so basically... I, I'm born in, not born, I'm raised in California, you know, and okay. in, in, at least in my part of town, when you turn 18, you know, there's something that you can do. You can go through the government system and get a, a medical card, right? Yes. And so I can, I've done that for a while. Because you have sleeping problems. Some might say. Yes. <laughs> and so I go, I go to school now, right? And I'm like, okay, I'm still in California. But obviously, I didn't know until now, but it's a government funded or whatever, this, that, and third. So you can't break federal laws on their property, mm-hmm. right? Weed is still a federally illegal. Right. So, Which is silly. Yes. Regardless of this, that, the third, they said you cannot have it on the property. You cannot, inject, you can't do anything with it on the property. And I was like, okay. But I still provided them with my documents that I had to prove that I was in somewhat more of a legal, like, I was doing somewhat better than the the average person. I wasn't just some kid who was doing something. The one thing goes to another. I was also um, tattooing myself at the time strictly, <coughs> strictly. Yes, I would, strictly only myself. I would say it was strictly only yourself. Only I only myself. saw you tattooing no, myself. I only did it to myself. Yep. I'm a very uh, expressional person. Some would say that they experience my expressions more than others. Wait, some ex- yeah. You should put that on a shirt. So I did. So I did have tattoo equipment and mm-hmm. tattoo esque uh, things around the dorm. And so when when the day finally came, when they decided, you know, this guy Andy, he's a not a good guy. We're going to embark on his privacy. They see me and Nomi leave. Right. This is about a week after that uh, time when you're talking about. Okay. Right. And I can't lie because. I've already served the consequences, but there was um, illegal activities um, done in that room <laughs> moments prior to the guy in, in, in intruding on my privacy, which they are in the full right to do so. Right, because you signed the contract. I did, unfortunately. Sadly. Yep, and so he goes, he goes in after I leave, because at this time, I don't have a good relationship with this guy. I walk out, he says, hey, you know, we have a video chat on this day, and I'm like, uh, duh, you think I don't look at my emails? You think I'm an irresponsible child? <laughs> like, how rude of you to assume? I didn't say it like that, but I said I implied. Yes. Right? You as, made it as, obvious. As I shouldn't have. Yeah. Because that's so irresponsible of myself. So silly. Except the fact that he said, you know what? I don't like this guy's tone. I'm going to go check his room because it's right down the hall and he smelled like marijuana. And I said, I smell like marijuana? Or my room did? And blah, 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 this, that, the third. He went into my room and he called me 10 minutes later. I'm down the street already. And he's like, hey, 
how's it going? I'm like, good, how are you? And he's like, you want to rephrase that? Because I don't think you're going to be doing too so well. And I was like, why is that? He's like, well, I had a key into your room and I found some tattoo equipment. I found some this, that um, paraphernalia, right? And so they confiscated a whole bunch of things. They basically flipped my room upside down, sort of. Some SWAT shit. Yeah. And so then I had to wait. I had to go do a meeting. I had to get fined a bunch of money. I got... They took all my stuff. I had to go pick up all my stuff and not bring it back. I went with you. Yeah, you did come with me. That was a good day. Threw yep. a lot of things in the recycling bin. One homeless man I, came I, up. Yep. And I, I watched to... you hit the bong for one last time and you one said goodbye. Last time. I was on Market Street. Yep. And then I threw it in the recycling bin. And, it's, and, it's, and then basically, I had another meeting because they said, okay, after the first meeting, we're going to um, we're gonna look into this. But we're going to really look into this meeting that we're going to have like the highest uh, lady of the housing department come and look in on your situation just because she should. And I was like, God damn it. And so she was like, yeah, Andrew, I'm sorry to inform you, but you are getting the worst punishment. <laughs> There's a, probably a list of probably like 10 different punishments. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked through them. Uh, I got the number 10, the worst one. And they're like, which means I can't, I have to be kicked out of the dorm within the next 48 hours. I can't be on dorm property within the next 48 hours and I can no longer be in the dorm for the rest of my school career I can no longer enter a dorm or in their words be close within a certain proximity of a dorm because you're such a threat I'm a threat <laughs> I'm a threat I'm a menace to society yes. and I should be scared I, people should be scared of me yeah no they should not fear me but in their eyes I should be feared and so I should be exiled from society in their eyes but basically yeah, that happened. They said you can't return. Oh, and then also we have to replace your window. Oh, I forgot about that. I had a great, so people don't know this, but I had a great Golden Gate view my freshman year of, of college, and it was beautiful. And I think that was the number one thing that I took for granted because now I have a wall, and that sucks. But what doesn't suck is that I enjoyed that time with the wall. I mean, no, not with the wall. <laughs> With with the with the bridge and having the little balcony thing that was not a balcony, but I enjoyed it. And they kicked me out, and um, but it was great. I met a lot of people, and I think it put me in a better position in an apartment here and made me more comfortable. And so I think in the end it was a W. I wish it didn't happen that way, but it happened. Powered by Riverside FM. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. We've got a nice live studio audience, don't we? Oh, this is great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We're back here with Mr. Schmacks. Mr. Schmacks. I like that. Well, so, actually, I don't know. You don't know. Can we, can we touch on the subject? You With the Schmacks name? Yes. Yeah, we can touch on it if you want to touch on that. I just want to brief, briefly touch on it because okay. I felt like in my in my new coming of life, here in San Francisco, mm-hmm. I think I need to adapt and change okay. and reach a new chapter, but I'm not going to let it go. Not yet. I love it. It hurt. It was, it's going to hurt to let it go. And I'm never letting go of the, the account because I got my favorite streamer. He, he When I met him, he mentioned that he, I had a great name. And he was a great Instagram name of his, his words, not mine. And so Mr. Schmacks is hard to hear, but I love it. Well. I'm glad you love it. Yes. I think one thing people are going to love about you 
is your style of life. My style of life. Yes. So we were just talking about how your tattoo situation kind of got you in trouble. It did. So did your marijuana, but everybody smokes that grass. So tattoos. Now I'm looking at you here and the people at home can't see Andy, but if you saw the picture I posted, he's got a lot of art on him. And so I want you to tell us what, what got you started in tattooing in the first place? What was the first moment where you were like, I want tattoos and I want to do them? Yeah. So as a young kid, my mom and dad weren't heavily tattooed, but they were tattooed to the point where it was, um, it was a little, I noticed it, you know? Mm-hmm. So my mom has not like weird spots tattooed, but spots that not the average person get, right? So she has the top of her foot tattooed which is one of the worst spots anyone can ever get tattooed. It's the most painful, right onto the bone. But she has that. And so I always saw that. I asked her about it, and she would always say, oh, it hurts so bad. It was horrible, right? So I always knew that there was – because then she had one on her shoulder too, and she was like, oh, that one was fine. So I always knew that there was a difference in tattoos. And so I always was curious, like, what do you mean that one hurt more and that one hurt less, right? And then my dad has these – it's like early 2000s. So my dad has like these bicep bands, like these like, kind of tribal bicep bands. And then he also has like these, this like these two dragons across his ankles that also have bike parks in them because he rides bikes a lot. And so I always saw tattoos as a kid. And then I always watched like tattoo shows and stuff. And so my brother is two years older than me, right? Or uh, almost two years older than me. And so when he turned 18, I was around 16 years old. And he got a tattoo with my dad, right? And I was like, wow, this is really cool. I love how that looks. And so when I turned 18, first thing I did was get a tattoo. And so also seeing that experience and like seeing the setup and being in a tattoo shop and actually being able to get a tattoo was truly inspiring to me. And I think I just really knew that that was my craft because I always wanted to do that as a kid, but I never really paid it mind until I was like a senior in high school. And that's when I really got into it. So, you know, a lot of people I've always, I've said on the podcast before, where you grow up is a big part of who you become. Yeah. So you were telling me the other day about how, you know, San Diego, a lot of people get art on their bodies and that's how they express themselves. So would you say San Diego is a big part of why you got tattoos and why you like them so much? So the people that I was around in San Diego, yes, it was, yes. Definitely, because I had a lot of friends getting tattooed at younger ages, but I feel like that also would have been similar if I was in another, another place. I want to say it's specifically San Diego, but I'd say it's more about the people that I was around, that I, I saw people younger than the average age getting tattooed, and so I was like, okay, this is something that i am always been interested in as a teenager, and so I was like, had to hold myself back. I gave myself little stick and poke things, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, you, you can see this one. Like, yeah. I did that in like eighth grade or whatever with my brother. We got matching ones or we did matching ones. And I was like, okay, this is really cool. I like it. Completely forgot about it until I turned 18 and was actually able to get a tattoo and then invest in the right equipment and do it somewhat the right way. I say somewhat because we can get more into that. But um, I that's when I started like actually filling my body up because right now I've only been 18 for like a year, almost two. And I have majority of both my arms and my leg, and so. I was about to say, I was going to ask if you, do you think you could give a number of how many you think you have? Yes. Okay. The last time I counted was 120-ish, but that was a while ago. Right. I've gotten multiple. Yeah. Multiple multiples. And so 
I've I had to put out a number. I'm not going to count right now because you can obviously tell that would be impossible. Mm-hmm. I would say like around the 130s, maybe 40s. And you're young too, so that's what's really dope. Yeah, but but like what a lot of people have to understand is like there's different styles of tattoos, and so what one person has as two tattoos or one tattoo can cover a lot of space compared to what I have. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of mine are their own little things put together, made to look somewhat cohesive. Right. Um, except for like this arm, they're obviously all patched together. It's called patchwork, and so they're all patched together as if they were patches. And eventually it'll fill each other in. But, um, yeah, my brother has, like, full black and gray arm and, like, under his chest. And so his is, looks like all one cohesive piece, but it's multiple different tattoos. So him is only eight. And mine's, like, probably, like, 30 to 40 on this one arm. Yeah, you got a bunch on that one right yeah, there. Yeah, so it's, like... I really like it, though, how it's all designed. Because, like, I mean, I can tell it's not a sleeve, but... Yeah. It goes it just goes well together. All the artwork is just and the, the colors go together, so it just kind yeah, of flows. So one thing I'll tell the people because they often can't see. And so I I primarily tattoo myself. I I do get professional tattoos done, but I just have my arm and my my right hand done professionally. And I've had like probably like eleven professional tattoos out of that number you heard before. So I primarily tattoo myself, and so that number is only accessible to like a certain extent. Like the average person can't have that at my age because it would be so expensive. I've had people ask me like, how much did you spend on your tattoos? Like that's a lot of tattoos. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, I, you, you should probably know that I don't pay for these. I do them to myself. So in, in a way I'm paying for the supplies and the equipment, but I think, I think one thing that um about my arm is that I took, I took t- time in deciding what to do. Some people might like young, they, they think, oh, you're going to tattoo yourself, you're going to tattoo something stupid, you're going to regret it, or it's not going to look good. But I always had in mind that I'm going to fill this up, so I'm not going to put something super crazy right here that wouldn't go with the rest of whatever I'm going to put eventually. Mm-hmm. So I, I put, I did put thought into it. Well, I was about to say, and like, I mean, you're incredible at what you do. Like, Thank people you. can't see it, but yeah. if they see the picture of that we post about you on our socials, like, yeah. they'll see that, like, there's a lot of detail that he put in that arm. and. Yeah. Just for, I think for what you said, when people come up and like are like, how much did you spend? Like, that's a compliment because they're yeah. thinking you actually had professionals do that. No, yeah. I've had and that, you've done that with one arm. Yeah, I've had people like, not to toot my own horn to toot <laughs> or anything, but I, I like to say homeboy and I don't mention that right off the bat that I did them. Sometimes I like to just take the compliment and that is what it is. But sometimes I'm like, okay, thank you. That means a lot because I, I did these myself, you know, like it's and they're like, whoa, that's sick. But at the same time, like, I respect every artist that I've gotten tattooed by. And so, like, it's like, a part of me, and people always say you're going to regret it. You're going to regret covering all that space yourself, especially. But I'm like, one, it's my art, most of it, or my rendition of it. And then second, like, I have I have other other space, you know? And so, like, I have designated spots for me and designated spots for people that I respect. Yeah. No, I, I, I love them personally. Yeah. Like I think, I think the tattoos you do are really dope. I don't have any, but that's just because of acting. I don't exactly yeah. know. No, yeah, we, the, 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 I'm probably going to wait. If I become a household name, then I'll start yeah. getting tattoos. Cause I definitely know my one some just because yeah. like, to me, tattoos aren't like art or something like, the tattoos I'm going to get are going to be something that represent me like you do. So yeah. like I've joked with him, I'm going to get the Sims yeah. icon tattooed by him on me, you know, like 
just things that I think represent me. But um, which is cool. Everyone has their own thing, you know. Yep. And like I definitely had conversations with people, and it's like they're like, "Oh, I would never do that." And I'm like, "Cool, I would do it again." Yep. If I had no tattoos, I would totally do it again. So it's not that that crazy to me. So you were telling me the other day, I, yeah, Andy has this really cool book, this like tattoo book that shows you like yeah. through all the years of tattooing, and so. Obviously, there's some big names in tattooing that I didn't know about. Like, I was pretty clueless. Yeah. I was asking, I, I probably sound like a kindergartner yeah. with you yesterday. I was like, who's this? Who's that? But it's cool. I love to talk about it. Yeah, and I could tell you did. And I was enjoying what you were saying because yeah. I was actually like wanting to listen. And so, you were telling me you got a tattoo done by um, the son of somebody who's a pretty yes. big tattoo artist. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, so, so there's this guy who was kind of like one of the biggest names in tattooing, and he's like pretty revolutionary. Uh, his name's Ed Hardy, and he does what he does, and but he doesn't tattoo anymore. He's, he's an older guy, so he doesn't tattoo anymore. But his son, who his son Doug Hardy, does tattoo and actually tattoos in San Francisco, where we live. And so when I first moved here, I I actually went to that tattoo place just asking to to walk in because there's you can set an appointment or you can walk in, you know. And so they usually have an artist who takes walk-ins that day, and so. It happened to be him, and I was like, wow, this is a really cool experience to an extent because at the time I was like, wow, this is really crazy, you know? But, like, no, like, all, all props to him and what he does, and he's a great artist, but I didn't do research on what he done. Like, I didn't, before that, I didn't know Doug Hardy, his Ed Hardy's son, as a tattoo artist, right? I sh- probably should have, probably right. should have looked into it, but I, I, it was it was just a cool experience for me, and so it doesn't really match the rest of my arm, but it's just nice to to say. But it does. It's nice to talk about in conversation, you know. Yeah, I think it's a great conversation yeah, I starter. Great, I had a great conversation with him when I was getting it, so that was great. Yeah, see, that's what it's all about. I mean, you're making connections right there with tattoo yeah, artists because I mean, exactly. that's what you want to do. Yeah. So I mean, and I could definitely see you doing it for a living. And I know that's what you love to that's do. The goal. So yeah, I mean. There's not a doubt in my mind that you're going to be a tattoo artist one day. I mean, yeah. hell, I think you could have your own little shop right here and be doing successful. So there's like, there's definitely people, especially in 2023, that never took the traditional route. They started like during COVID, mm-hmm. tattooing themselves, and then they developed their own style and people like it. And then, you know, social media nowadays, it takes one thing to pop off. Yep. And then you have, you're booked for the rest of the year. Which is crazy. So there's like people who started during COVID just tattooing themselves, building their style, and they're now traveling the world, tattooing in multiple different places. And so, but for me, I, I, I want to take the traditional route because that's just not the kind of artist I want to be. There's different, there's also people who like don't like how traditional tattooing came up and how you go about it. So they start their own, their own private studio and say, oh, it's a private studio or we're artists, we're not tattoo artists, we're just artists, or this, that, the third. And so there's all these different, like, little subsections of tattooing that now in 2023, it's it's not a niche thing anymore, you know? And so there's, it's mainstream so much that there's other little genres inside of it. And so it's very much a controversial field of hate and toxic stuff. And then there's also the really good people. And so it's like, it's like something that's, I don't want to go the wrong way about getting into it, which I already did, which some people would say buying your stuff off the internet as a kid and then tattooing people and yourself is not the way to go about it. Get an apprenticeship, do it the right way, or don't do it, right? Or else you don't care. 
but then I started looking at all these really good tattoo artists and these people who are reputable and well-known. And I'm like, how did you start? Oh, I, I bought one on the internet or I bought one from this other third or I just started tattooing myself and tattooing my friends and doing it in the, my garage and my dorm. And I'm like, okay, so what I did isn't horrible, but it's not the right way that I should go about it right now. So now I'm trying to get an apprenticeship. I'm going to shops. I'm trying to put myself out there more as an artist first and then learning not even mentioning that i tattoo myself or that i know how to tattoo Mm -hmm. until the time comes right because some people would look at that as like oh you didn't care enough to take it to do it the right way but regardless i produce the tattoos that i do now and i'm confident with them and like i do like i do them out of my place my my apartment and i do i like i don't do it like i did in the dorm because that was crazy i was busting out so many tattoos and for cheap for dirt cheap and then uh, basically just to pay for the supplies just so i can do it and then i i did it i would do hours hours you would would sit there from like two in the afternoon i would start with one person and then i wouldn't finish till like 10 11 o'clock at night and i'm just going crazy but yeah now i really don't do that at all i don't tattoo i primarily only tattoo myself for real this time like i there's probably I, my girlfriend and so like obviously i tattoo my girlfriend a lot because she lives with me so it's like who else am i gonna tattoo? right it's, she's it's, a canvas it's, it's, it's like one of those things where i don't need to go find random people that are down right you know and that shows you how good a relationship you guys have you know like yeah we all i mean nomi's a great girl so she loves the art you do Beautiful so woman. you're getting a chance to tattoo work yeah. on what you're doing doing what you're like you're doing what you get to love. You're tattooing with somebody you like. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you know that whatever you're putting on her, she's going to like yeah. because it's who she is. Yeah. She so. usually chooses the design. Yeah, I was going to say, I know how Nomi is. Yeah. So if it's going on or she's nice, she picked it. She has so. beautiful work. Beautiful yeah. Work. And then also, like, um, I was going to say that, so, like, the tattoos for me is something that I really just want to take the right way now. It's not something that I'm, like, dying to do. I'm not going out and telling people that I'm doing it. I'm people the people who know know and they can get something you know mm-hmm. but I'm not outwardly putting that out I'm not like making money or anything like it obviously is like really just to pay for itself to like it pays for itself so I can tattoo myself without having to pay for it if that makes sense yeah and I mean at the same time your skills are getting better every time you're doing it exactly so I mean it's a win-win and I mean I think there's a great chance that you start doing work in tattoo places I mean your work's incredible but I know another thing about you that the people don't know is that you love dogs. Oh, yes. Yes. So you're working at a dog hotel Which right now. Which we can't now. mention. We can't say the name. Oh, we can't. That's I could. I get that. No, we could, but I'm not going to. No, that's perfectly fine. I don't want people to know who I work for because no, yeah. you know their reputation. I can't say anything. You're perfectly sorry. fine. I can't say that at all. But you do, I mean, you do love dogs. Yes, I do love so dogs. So we were talking about how you want a dog now. Yes. So... If there was a type of dog you could pick, what kind of dog would you get? So that's a hard question. So I grew up with primarily Chihuahua type dogs. Okay. Like mixes or just straight Chihuahuas. I have like a chocolate lab in San Diego at home. So it's a bigger dog. Mm-hmm. But then my brother has a, like a little Chihuahua. And then my sister has like a little Beagle. And so it's like primarily small dogs are what I'm used to and what I like more. So I would say any type of small dog. I like I like Dotsons. I like, but I also like weird mixes. And it has to be like a merle, which is okay. like a color coat, like just like it's like the, the gray and black spotted and like the little bit of brown. It has to be something cool. The problem with those is you have to get those from breeders. You have to get those from people who like purposely produce that that dog, 
or just off someone who doesn't can't home it anymore but like i don't know i also really want to rescue like there's a is this dog at work that like its, it's owner's moving to germany mm. and so it needs a new home soon and like someone else is gonna take it i think but like if they don't like i was like i would so be down Beautiful. germany yeah wonder what's in germany yeah, I don't probably. I don't know. He does something weird for work. I don't know. Not weird, but like I'm not. Aware. I know, but something yeah. that you wouldn't do. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I would. It obviously pays money. He's a tattoo artist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. He's the biggest tattoo artist in Germany. That's why he's yeah. going there. He's the only tattoo artist yeah. in Germany. I love dogs. I would love to have my own. It's just the situation I'm in right now. It's just not. I can't provide for the dog like I wish I could. No, and I get that. Yeah. I mean, you got you got to make sure you're surviving first. That's a whole new responsibility. Yeah, it's literally a whole new responsibility. Yeah, yeah, it's like having a little baby waking up in yeah, the middle of the night. Like, and the other thing is like when I get a puppy and I have to train it, or I just rescue a dog, and like for the rest of its life, however long it is, just provide for it. But I don't know; it's a whole process. But me and Nomi want a dog always. So we always see them out, out in public, and we're like, "Holy shit, this is amazing." We could talk about your dogs all day long. We yeah. usually do, anyways, because. Yeah. Anytime we walk down the street and there's a dog coming, something's going to happen. So. I, have to, I have to mention something. Okay. No, no. I, like, whenever I see a dog, I have oh, to mention Oh, the way something. you worded it made me... No, yeah. And you looked at me like that. you had something really important. <laughs> I did do that. And I said that so wholesomely. Okay. Yeah, you're Hit very, me with it. very kind. Hit me with it. But that's funny. So we've been talking about Nomi a little bit. Yeah. And everybody... I mean, I've talked about Nomi on the podcast yes. before. Nomi's a very prevalent thing between us. Yes. And she... um. I love Nomi. And so it's funny. I think she's kind of upset that you got on it before she did. I don't know if she's upset. She sounded very excited. It was a text. It was a I, text. I was thinking about having both of you on at the same time, but I was like, I She think, is in New York right now. Well, she's in, uh, she's at Fashion Week, right? Yes. So, but I was thinking, I think the best way to go about it was, I was like, let's do one with both of them yes. and then one together. Yes. Because then we can bring all the flavors together. In oh one. my God. Like a swirl. Exactly. Poor Andy here had to sit in his dorm some nights and he'd listen to me and Nomi singing Glee. Yes. And we would get Nomi's complaints in yes. his room. Nomi and Paxton are very good friends. Yeah, we are. Best friends, some would say. Yeah, some would say. Yes. We have so much in common, so. Yeah. Like, I've never met a person like her who, like, gets my musical references yeah. so well. If there's anyone she loves probably more than me, <laughs> it's Paxton. She no, is... like I'm not. I'm not even kidding. Like when you, when you were coming back, like the days prior, like before the, you coming back, uh-huh. she was literally ecstatic. That's awesome. Yeah, when I when I landed, I was like, she was like, "When are you coming, Mister?" I'm like, "I just landed." Yeah. She's like, "You're kidding?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Not kidding." Yeah, she loves you. She's an amazing character. She is. And you know what's great about her is like, art. Like I didn't even know we had so much in common until the more we hung out because like. I mean, as you know, I'm one of those people, I do bits, I do yeah. like weird shit at random times, you know, yeah. if I feel like doing it, I'm going to sing a song, from a musical from the 1940s, you yeah. know, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And I, the moment. yeah. And so I start doing this and she starts giving it right back with something yeah. from the same thing. And I'm like, whoa, yes, this has not happened. Like, you know, you know, the music man, yeah. you, you know, bye bye birdie, like. Are those musicals? Yes. Okay, I assume. And she loves Bye Bye Birdie, too. Bye Bye Birdie's my okay. favorite. I'm, I don't know why I like it so much. I mean, it's <laughs> not that great. It's good, but it's not great. Yeah. But, no, she's just one of those persons, or people, where she just, she's like, she's just like a, a leaf. Yes. She she just goes wherever. Yeah. She's chill. She's very, she loves she's it. very go with the flow. Yep. Bad with time. Okay, but, no, I'm not going to lie. But it's gotten so much better. Well, that's good. I used to get on to her a lot about it. Yeah, she lives it. with me now. That's, yeah. 
She used to get mad at me. Well, she would like, what I love about her is, so she, uh, she would tell me she's ready, right? Yeah. So I'd go up there and knock on her door, yeah. which then would mean I'd probably be there for another 45 minutes because uh-huh. she's still getting dressed and trying to figure out what she wants to wear. And so my favorite thing is she'd come out and she'd give me options to pick from. Okay. See, see this, you know, while this is occurring, mm-hmm. I'm outside of the, of the building. Sitting, sitting, waiting. Phone. Yes, yeah. you are. Just so people are aware. Yeah. The whole time we saw this story, just imagine me outside, sometimes in the cold, <laughs> sitting on the bench because I'm not allowed in. <laughs> you guys have to remember, I got kicked out. I'm not allowed in, and so it's like I have to sit out there. I have no choice. Continue. Yeah, I forgot about that. And then she would be like, "Okay, which one should I wear? This one or this one?" And I would give an honest answer. Yeah. And she still wouldn't listen to me. No, it doesn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't like. She, she, and I got to the point where I'm like, I'm like, no, me. It does not matter what I say. Just get dressed. It's not the point. It doesn't yeah. matter what you say, Paxton. I'm like, you look good. Let's go. Like, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm ready she to go. She can't not look good. She looks amazing no matter what she does. I know, but then she looks, she's one of those people when she looks in the mirror, she thinks she gets worse. And then she's like, I've never seen somebody like go from like loving her outfit to like two seconds later be like, I hate it. <laughs> she's just very like. I, like spontaneous, spontaneous with her. Oh, she is. She is. Yeah, she'll be like, I want to wear this. And then she'll think of something. And then she'll be like, no, I need to wear this. And he, it always works. Me and her went on some really nice, um, right before Christmas, we went on some nice, uh, we went to, got some margarita pizzas a few nice. places. The Red Onion, I think, is yeah. one of them. Okay. Is that one in the city? Does it sound like The Pink Onion. I... No, I don't. Okay, continue. What? No. The pink onion, I think, is yes, what it is. Onion. It's by Little Italy. It's like this big road. Oh no, this, there must be two then. I don't think it was the pink onion. I don't That's know, but it was a good place. And then we went to this nice little candy shop. Okay. And I got some um, cookie dough bites from there, nice. and they were marvelous. I thought I really want cookie dough. Yeah, it does sound really good right now, but yeah, it does sound good. It sounds actually extraordinary. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I got some cookie dough bites from there, and then wow, you said it again, and it sounded really good now. <laughs> We need a. Where's my assistant? We don't have cookie dough. I was so. gonna have her run down and get us some. Oh yeah, because I'm gonna act like I have an assistant, yeah. so I sound good. We don't clap. Oh, we don't clap. That was ten years ago. That was that was the Weinstein days. Oh, the wines. Do you know who that? You don't. Yeah. No. He's a dipshit. He's in jail now. Yeah. He's ten, not a good ten dude. Ten years ago, I was nine. Yeah, but he didn't get arrested until like 2017, 2018. Okay. You don't know who Harvey Weinstein is? Harvey. Harvey Weinstein. Is he the, he's not the guy on Family Feud, right? No, no, no. That's Steve Harvey. Uh, no, Harvey Weinstein. He did a bunch of... He was like a production company. Amy Winehouse? They tried to make her go to rehab. Oh, so it's not her. But she said no. Yeah, okay. no, that's not her. Um, she, I love Amy Winehouse. Okay. She's fantastic. R.I.P., right? I think she's still living. Amy Winehouse? I thought so. Maybe not. Is she not? I don't know. Wait, we need to, we need to, can we fact check Can we this? get our fact check, fact yeah. checker on that? Fact checker people. We're going to have, um, we're going to have our guy, Kyle, get on that. Yeah, Kyle, fuck off. Once Kyle, I mean, sorry. Yeah, don't, he didn't mean it. Once Kyle gets us this information, we'll be able to tell you if Amy Winehouse is alive or not. I she, she died was. in 2011. Whoa. Of alcohol poisoning. Oh, man. So she did go to rehab. She it's did tough. go to rehab. She still so struggled, struggled with mental illness and addiction. Yeah. Yeah, I because I, I saw that earlier today, and I was like, "Did she die?" Yeah. I had the same reaction as you. I was like, yeah. "I can't remember." See, I love anyone. Like my mom um, is a very two thousands nineties girl. Yeah, at heart. So okay. like growing up, I listened to all of that. So like, yeah. um, I gave my mom my Spotify mm-hmm. information 
which not a good idea. Uh, it's a love hate situation. Okay. Because sometimes she doesn't realize that I want to listen to the music, but yeah. when we're both on it, oh, okay. And I don't know how to go in and make it two clients. Yeah. I'm not that good with my internet. Yeah. So I'm just like whatever. So like when I was delivering pizzas. We'd be playing tag back and forth, and I was like, "Screw it! I'm getting on YouTube and I'm watching a video. Or, like yeah. I'm putting on a playlist from YouTube. I don't care." Yeah, type. And so, um, but she had her. There's like this 2000s playlist she has. It's called All 2000s. Mm-hmm. It's like nine hours worth of two hours of music. Oh, and so I'm like playing it, and it's like Green Day, Matchbox 21, Beautiful. Train, like all of the Michael Bublé, yeah, Katy Perry, okay. Carrie Underwood, yeah. Rascal Flatts, okay. uh, Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Clarkson is in Kelly there. Before he cheats, mm. yes, right now. But she is fantastic. Okay, yeah. But it was one of those playlists where every song came on. I was like, whoa, because it brought me back to that memory, like yeah. her taking me to daycare in the morning, mm. and I would hear the song. And uh, Shania Twain is okay. a big one too that we liked. But um, 2000 was good. Oh yeah, I remember whenever I, when I worked at the Fisherman's Wharf. That's I had like this little iPad that connected to the speakers. Mm-hmm. Loved playing the two thousands playlist, two thousand tens, beautiful. Two thousand tens is good too. Get some right. Bruno Mars in yeah. there. Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, it was a great one. Yeah, no, uh, John Mayer is, was another one on that playlist who I liked. What song did he make? He um, Your Body Is a Wonderland. You know how long ago? Your Body Is a Wonderland. I'm probably gonna get copyrighted. Can I ask you a question? Who made the song that goes "Take Me to Church"? That was Hozier. Who? Hozier. So he's a one-hit wonder. Yeah, that was like 2017. That was a really good song. Yeah, yeah, that was Hozier. H-O-Z-I-E-R. Yeah. Yeah. It's my fifth grade year, man. I was loving that song. No, you know what was my fifth grade song? What? And I'll see you again. That was a really good We're going to get copyrighted so much. Oh, God. No, that was under 30 seconds. Yeah, we're good. But, um. That song, I remember Upa Gundam Style was I'm oh Sexy and I Know It. Yeah. Those were big ones. Thrift Store. Yep. I'm thrift Shop. Ta- yeah. Thrift Shop. <laughs> thrift Store. <laughs> I'm going to the Thrift Store. Yeah, that was a great one. That was a good one. I knew the whole rap for a while. Really? Yeah. You I kind used... of remind me of a Macamora's character. Do I? Yeah. People say I give Eminem vibes. I think it's only because he said he was gay in the interview. I think... Yeah, that was a great movie. It is good. Dude, anything with Seth Rogen in it is a great... And that one guy. James Franco. Yeah, James Franco. Yeah, one of the Franco boys got... Yeah, one of them got in trouble for something. Yes. I was going to say, he has a brother. I think it was James. He has a brother who I didn't know he had a brother. I always thought they were yeah. the same person. They're both think. actors. Yeah. One of them is in a lot of stuff with Jonah Hill. Tony Jump Street. Yeah, he plays the drunk kid who yeah. sells the, the drugs, doesn't yeah. he? He's also in 22. Yeah. But, but is that for James? I think James is the one who got in trouble, but I'm not for sure. I'm not, I'm not sure. One of them. Did. Have you seen that other movie with all the actors who act as themselves? In which one? It's this like, is the end. Yes. Yeah. Have you seen that? Jonah Hill's in it. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful movie. Beautiful movie. I loved it so much. It's a good movie. I watched Dodgeball today. I watched it. So- Dodgeball. Have you seen Dodgeball no, with Vince Vaughn? No. You need to watch Dodgeball. I haven't watched it. You would like it. I'm trying to remember what the last thing that I watched is. That's pretty prevalent. You know, I can't remember. I couldn't say. Memory spotty on this one. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I think we come at a point now where we have to wrap things up. Because yes. I, I keep them under an hour. We're at 58. No, yeah, we're good. I think so, that was a great conversation. I think it was. I, th- I had a great time. We had a good night tonight. We had a an encounter with a San Francisco woman. Yes, we did. Had some solid pizza. And we finished it off with a podcast. Yes, we did. It doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't. 
So do you have any last words to say to the vacuuming the lawn fans? I appreciate the invitation on. I've looked forward to this my entire life. And I just want to say um, that I love my girlfriend and hi, mom. And I'm on TV and get a tattoo by me when I t- uh, post it on social media. There you go, folks. We'll, uh, we'll let you know when he posts that on social media, too, yes. so you can see his stuff. But it's a great time having Mr. Andy on. This is all the time we have for vacuuming the lawn. My name is Paxton Griffith, and it was a good time. Mm-hmm.